Hi, uh, this is Christina, and I'm here with my friend Sally, and we, we're going to be talking about the astrology of the month ahead. Um, which, uh, But first, we're going to talk about the astrology of the month behind. So we're looking at the dates ahead, 20th of March to 20th of April. Um, but God, what a month. It has been, hasn't it? Oh, Good my Lord. goodness. On oh all levels, goodness. actually, kind of personally... Collectively, globally. Um, we knew it was going to be a major year for endings, didn't we? We've been saying that a lot, that things are going to change. Yes, I mean, this is the this was the signature of the Saturn-Pluto conjunction in Capricorn on January the 12th. The signature of. Yeah. But boy, has it uh, yeah. played out big time. And we've obviously got a lot more to go. Yes, we have, haven't we? So we're going to try and clarify things a little for you on that front. Has it been personally just kind of... I mean, because it was Mercury retrograde month as well, wasn't it? The sun was in, in Pisces, Pisces yeah. Mercury retrograde in Pisces. Well, thank God I'm an astrologer. Because I thought, you know, I thought this... You know my dad lives down in the south of France. Um, yep. And he's ill and old. And I have to go see him fairly regularly. And I thought, I have to go. Because this is going to be the last chance for quite a long time. Yeah. Um, as soon as stuff about the virus. So I went down at the end of February, pretty mm. much immediately after we did the recording. Mm. And that was just when things were kicking off. And I just thought, wow. We had a very valedictory feel, a lot of my trip there. And then um, I saw Lynn Bell, our dear friend, the astrologer mm. Lynn Bell in Paris. And that was really fun. In fact, one of the things about the last month is I've seen a lot of old friends, mm. which often happens for me with Mercury retrograde. Yeah, yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah, they crop up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I mean, I, I put on social media at some point, this has been the most Mercury retrograde, Mercury retrograde ever. And there was a lot of agreement about mm-hmm. that. Um, and for me, it was just like, you know, life has other plans for you. Nothing, I think, that I had intended to do happened although I did get to the sea for a couple of days but I had um, a family bereavement so mm. there's been a lot of supporting a family going mm. on um, you know needing to change everything around to to put them first really um, and also got a cold in the middle of it which wiped out my energy so my two days by the sea was great but otherwise it's just been it was kind of like okay let's just let go and take one day at a time and see where I get to so it was. I mean, it was quite, um, quite a, quite a month, really, on a personal level. Yeah, I had let the alone too. From, did you? Yes. Which was kind of awkward when we're in the middle of the coronavirus epidemic. Yes, it's not. Uh, yes, to have a kind of bit of a cough, and then you know you think, oh no, mm. yes, no, definitely not. Mm. After a while, mm. um, but we all. Ha- my household was the ha- house of illness, but not this illness, mm. and it was. It's been weird. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. As for the coronavirus, mm. I mean, that has just gone gangbusters. That's, it's incredible. Yeah. If you look at the change from last time we were recording this to this time. Yes. You know, everything has changed. Yes. Um, and will change more. I mean, as we were talking about this earlier, and, you know, I think one of the useful things we can do is kind of look at timelines for this. Mm. And I think we both agree it's not short. It's unlikely to be short. I mean, it's difficult to say, um, you know, exactly what stage is going to coincide with 
the astrological timing. Mm-hmm. But yes, I think we know this is kind of, you know, this is about 2020, isn't it? So um, of the rest of the year. Yeah, it is going to have what's happening now is going to have an impact on the rest of the year. And that kind of fit really, you know, the two major conjunctions that we talked about mm-hmm. right at the beginning of the year. Saturn-Pluto in January, end of the old order, and then the Jupiter-Saturn in Aquarius. You know, there's this completely mm-hmm. new stage, new chapter, new wave coming in. And that's that sandwiches 2020. Plus, we have the Jupiter-Pluto conjunctions, bam, 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 through the year. Yes, and we have one this month coming up, don't we, on April the 5th. The, of 5th, April, yeah. the first one. I mean, <laughs> we're already in it, though. Yes, we are already We're in already it. We're already in it. We're feeling that. I mean, that's what this, you know, um, the conjunction is about, The that particular conjunction is about this coronavirus expanding rapidly, you know. It is, and I, yeah, it is about it expanding rapidly. But I also think it's about, because, you know, Jupiter is the travel planet. Um, it's foreign countries. Yes. Pluto wipes things out. It annihilates. Can anyone travel? No. no. <laughs> Yeah, do you know, my take on that was that also Saturn in Saturn going into Aquarius is going to be about planes being grounded, you know, because it's about air travel, you know. Uh, one of the air signs, Aquarius. And of, yeah, and yeah, yeah. And um, and the Saturn in Aquarius happens also this month we're talking about on March the 22nd. Yeah, and really kicks off when it has a conjunction with Mars on mm-hmm. the 30th. Um but one of the, I mean, the other thing that this coronavirus is bringing up a lot of other stuff, and that is the thing to keep in mind, is that it's not just about the health system or the virus. It's going to have this incredible effect on capitalism, essentially, yeah. on the whole system that we're working under, you know, um, on debt, on people's jobs. Mm. I mean, one of the things I have to say that one gets quite could get quite seriously worried about is people's jobs. Yeah, sure. When you have a um, lockdown, people can't work. They yeah. can't earn money. You know, anybody bam, working bam, in bam. catering, travel uh, industry, travel, entertainment, retail, retail. <laughs> you know, all, you name it. All mm. those people, and then when they have can't work, mm. you know, they can't shop they can't buy it's just it, it's huge yeah it's a it's a restructuring a complete restructuring of society yeah. isn't it yeah. that's going on so people actually. need to keep that in mind now that this isn't you know it's not a blip yeah and it's not comparable really to 2008 for example mm. which was really mainly about uh you know big business in the economy that, that kind of uh it was about debt Mm. essentially Mm. this is about debt also but it's about a lot of other things as well and it's really about the planet you know what that that's the thing that's being reformed partly is our relationship with the planet yeah and and if we don't listen to this yeah well it's almost we're being forced to listen to the planet now and actually you know some of the things, I mean, they've already in China, isn't it? There's because they haven't been, you know, the lockdown situation, the lack of manufacturing, the pollution, the situation of pollution is much better. Yeah, it's going to be the same, you know, when there's no air travel, that kind of starts to clean up the skies. It's really, it's it's the earth on some level because of this dramatic lockdown is getting a clean up. Yeah, in a very, you know, in a way that didn't come from us wanting it or choosing mm. it but it's coming from you know it's the earth in a way isn't it saying well okay this mm. is what's happening because of the virus um 
Yeah, have you seen those pictures of um, those images of the air above China? It's incredible. No, I haven't, but I just heard about it. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, So there are some good things that are coming out of this. Um, Maybe it's better for us to think about being uh, spending some time contemplating our navels. Um, It's people. Yeah, yeah, it's hard not to worry about. You know, one doesn't want to get too first world about it. Though. It's hard not to worry about the people losing their jobs or the refugee camps or, you know, the people who are going to may suffer a lot or mm. countries like India, mm. which is densely populated and has a terrible health system. Um, you know, it's hard not to be, feel quite fearful, I think. Mm. And that is also part of this conjunction. That's Saturn as well, isn't it? Saturn is fear. Yeah, it's the fear. Um, um, I think mainly for others uh and then there's the good side of this which you know on a more kind of personal level is well maybe it's a good thing to be staying at home meditating a little bit well i do think it's you know i'm fascinated actually by this transit of saturn into aquarius Mm. um you know saturn's dipping into aquarius from march 22nd to july the 1st and it kind of fits saturn is the inner planet isn't it it's Mm. like you know saturn's season is deep winter we have to go in we can't be external at the moment we can't be out in the world it's kind of the work in a way has to come from inside um and it is turning as kind of to be more resourceful yeah on an inner way an inner level and i think on a more more kind of uh simple level actually this is something that we're doing on my street as we're organizing the street Mm. so that we know actually know our neighbors (laughs) um and have their emails yeah. and their phone numbers so that we have a, you know, a, it's not exactly a telephone tree, but so that there's support there for the people who are, re- there's some people who are really vulnerable yeah. and very scared. Yeah. Anybody who's got some kind of underlying condition or who actually just has anxiety or OCD. Or people just, who are on their own. Yeah. Lo- you know, loneliness. Yeah. Loneliness. There needs to be new structures put in place, doesn't there, to help people, which I think is part of this Saturn in Aquarius. I mean, Aquarius is the community society star sign, and Saturn is asking us to reorganize, restructure. So I think, you know, looking at your community is a really key way, seeing what role you can play within your community, see how you can do things differently. And also, I mean, the other thing that's really cropping up big time is people taking um, businesses online, People kind of, you know... <laughs> That's another effect, isn't it? That's also Uranus and Taurus. Is You've got the technology, people. Use it. That's yeah. what Uranus and Taurus yeah. is about. You've got it already. How are you going to use it? Mm. And that's all this stuff like, you know, Skype and blah, 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 that we use a lot anyway, mm. don't we? Mm. But, uh, you know, teleworking, etc. People are going to find out that it's actually not that bad, mm. that it actually, it works. Yeah. You know, and I think that's going to change the structures of work. Structures yes. of communication, because of course Aquarius is one of the signs that's also about communication. Yeah. Um, but Saturn going in there is may also shut down certain methods of communicating too. Yeah, and it is, I mean, for me it's a classic symbol of social distancing as yeah. well, isn't it? Yeah. It is that's that. Exactly. Um, I mean, I have Saturn in Aquarius actually personally mm. um, in my birth chart. And it is, you know, I love groups and I need to find groups. Mm. 
Um, but also, I don't find that easy sometimes. Sometimes I feel like an outsider, like I don't fit in. So I actually have to work quite hard at it as well. It's not something that comes easily. But you need it at the same time. But I need it at the same time. It's and actually good e- for me. That's exactly where we're going to into the space that we're going into. So yeah. I think the sort of astrological advice for when Saturn is an Aquarius is you have to make the effort to be part of a group or to be participating in your community at least a little bit, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, Um, I agree. I think that's really important. And it will become very clear to people, I think, around the 30th of March, you know, when it makes that conjunction with Mars. Yes, 31st it makes the conjunction. Yeah. Um, But, uh, oh... But we should, should we should talk a bit about Aries before we get straight into the month ahead. Oh, yes, we? we should, actually. Should we do that? Because this is Aries month and it's Mars month. I mean, Mars is such yeah. a big player at the moment. But it is um, Aries time, first sign you of the zodiac. I have an Aries ascendant. I, I do. Because it kind of, you know, <laughs> it, it is the active physical star sign. So, you know, looking for ways how I get my exercise and get out and about, that needs to happen for Aries. You need to be physical. Mm. Um, you know, you want to move, you want to do things quickly. You want to be impulsive. But, you know, I, and I love Aries people as well, actually. Very straightforward, very dynamic. I mean, we were talking about how when you're talking to an Aries, you can find yourself having a very loud conversation with the other person. <laughs> <laughs> well, even you and I, I sometimes find that I get louder and louder. And I need to be reined in and be a little bit quiet. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Aries is also, I find that they're really, um, it's underestimated how creative Aries can mm-hmm. be. You know, mm-hmm. they are great channelers of that creative of spirit and of creativity. Mm-hmm. I always think about Van Gogh as the sort of unlikely Aries, but he was an Aries, you yeah, know. He and was. He, he, Aries is experiencing life yeah. by direct contact, you know. It's not about going and reading a book you have to go do it yes with the Aries and yeah. I think that is fantastic Aries does a lot of stuff for the rest of us so they will be the person who jumps out of the plane does the skydiving stuff and, mm. you know personally I might be the person who reads about it mm-hmm. or watches it on a movie mm. you know but the Aries will be actually the person mm. having those experiences they're the, they're the first to try things aren't yeah. they they're courageous they're bold at their best yeah. And also I think this is, you know, this is a good time if you're an Aries actually. It's weirdly, yes, and more so maybe not right now, but definitely later in the year when Mars goes when into Mars Aries. When Mars is in Aries for the last yeah. 6 months of 2020. Yeah, I mean yeah. Aries are going to be needed being called forth. But I actually yeah. quite a yeah, I like the I like it from now actually yeah. because you know Mars their planets in Capricorn. Mm. It's exalted. Um yes, it's kind of under stress from the other planets. Um, but I definitely think it's time to be that activist side of Aries. And yeah, and a lot of women activists in particular are born up with Southern Aries, yeah. right? Yeah, Emma Thompson, um, she was at Extinction Rebellion, wasn't she? Emma Watson is also mm. um, often uh, a voice for women's rights. They're at their best, actually, when they've got a cause to kind of fight for or, you know, they're really good at defending the underdog. They're fighters, which means that they have to have a good thing to be fighting for. Yes. You don't want an Aries who's frustrated or sort of doesn't have a thing that they're 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 pushing ahead. You mm. know, a project mm. or um, a project or an idea or a goal. You know that they need to have something that they're moving towards. I find. Yes. Um, 
otherwise they get kind of frustrated and it can turn against themselves. Yeah, no, I agree. And they're easily bored as well. So yes. that, you know, <laughs> they don't do very well with inactivity, actually. Yeah. Um, so that needs to be channeled. Really. It does need to be channeled. And I think, you know, on some level, we all need to find the Aries within this month with the sun in Aries. Um, you know, because we are going to end up relying on ourselves quite a lot. Well, I was going to get... Let's, shall we talk about the month ahead then? Because there's this new moon in Aries that's coming up right away. I think we should, don't you? Yeah. I mean, the new moon in Aries is at four degrees. And it makes a conjunction with Chiron and Lilith. Yeah, it's on March the 24th. So really quite soon after the equinox. The equinox mm. is on the 20th of March when the sun moves into Aries. And then almost straight away you have this stunning new moon. And this new moon, the equinox, it's always a fresh starts thing. That's why we're doing that webinar on the 24th, aren't we? It's we are. about fresh starts. Please join us. Um, but it's a, it's a um, yeah, and this new moon in particular seems to be, you know, because of everything that's happening around us and because of the, you know, it's making a, this very interesting conjunction. Plus, it's on a on what's called the bendings of the chart. So it's halfway between the nodes. Mm-hmm. Which is also a turn, you know, it's an important point at the moment, mm. um, and it's suggesting that we could all. It's about taking matters into your own hands, mm. um, so you can't rely. You know, having said, you should be looking at community, but there's also something about taking that community yeah. service and doing it yourself, and not relying, waiting for the government to organize stuff for you. In the case of coronavirus, yeah. you know, you need to also do stuff yourself. Yeah, it's the opposite of passive. That is Aries. It is, and I, you know, I think it's also about if you are going to have a lot of time on your hands, which many of us are, then, you know, me being an Aries and Ascendant, I was going, right, okay, I'm going to write up a quarantine hit list of things I can do over the next <laughs> few weeks. I'm going to be doing yoga every day. Oh, really? <laughs> yes, I am. And I may <laughs> learn a language. <laughs> I mean, it's, but it's that kind of, you know, I think that can really help people stay positive and use their time proactively. Actually, I did see something really nice on social media, which is quite hard to see something yeah. nice on social <laughs> media at the moment. That one? But I, I did in that um, uh, William Lilly, who wrote Christian Astrology, mm. apparently he wrote it during the time of the plague when he was quarantined. Yeah. So you see, you can get a lot done. Do we know what sign he was? No, we don't. Could I he be an Aries? I want to say Cancer, but okay. I might be completely wrong. Okay. But anyway, um, yeah, I mean, it's, you know... With the sun in Aries and this new moon, it's about, okay, what can I personally do right now? Where can I kind of invest my time? Where can I invest my energy? It's that kind of feel to it, isn't it? Yes. Or where can you, um, I wouldn't say maybe invest might not be the word, but where can I exert my energies? Exert it. Okay. Yeah. Channel. Channel. And also it's about, you know, personal fitness as well. <laughs> You know, yeah, actually, how to keep fit. Yeah, how to keep fit during this time. And actually taking your fitness and your health into your own hands because it's a new moon making conjunction with Chiron. And Chiron is always about being a doctor on some level. And this is about being your own doctor. Yes. You know, so you're going to have to take that into your own hands. Mm. Whatever that means or wherever you are in the world. Mm. Um and it's interesting. It's not about responsibility. It's about knowledge. I think, Chiron, you know, getting mm -hmm. to know, understand what's going on. 
um, self-diagnosing in some ways? That you kind well, of... I mean, we're being told in this country. I don't know where how no it is everywhere else, but in this country, in we're the told UK, to, to to oh well, if you have a temperature or a cough, self-isolate for is it fourteen days now? Yeah, but they but don't go to the doctor because no. they're too busy. So you do basically you have yeah. to self-diagnose, and that's, yeah. that's also kind of this new moon. It is. Um, it is. Um, yeah, and also I just I just want to add something here, which is mm. um, I saw the best actual my my niece sent it to me the best video about how to how to stay fit over the next few weeks. It was it was in a foreign language, so you couldn't understand what the guy was saying. But he basically put olive oil on the floor, kitchen mm-hmm. floor, yeah. a bit of water. And then held on to the cupboard at the side and moved his feet back and forwards as if he was using an, um, one of the running machines. It was getting faster and faster. I thought, good tip. I might be doing that in a few weeks' time. Very innovative. That's also Aries, isn't it? I'm still going running. You're still I'm, running. I'm still well, running. I just see people from a distance. And, yeah, uh, I mean, we can go out if yeah. we, you know, keep within sensible arm's length. That's... Uh, um. That's the advice. So who do which, we like this? Which will change. Which will change. Who do we like this new moon for? Are we going to... Oh, well, you know... Aries. Uh, well, we were thinking that we could just say with this horoscopes this month, well, Capricorn, <laughs> you're going to be spending a lot of time at home. And Libra, you may find yourself at home quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Taurus, have you thought about redecorating your home? <laughs> uh, but that's cheap, isn't it? Just to um, yeah. do like that. I mean, the uh, this new moon is important for libra obviously but relationships it's the usual kind of relationships and you know it could be quite healing for a relationship you know um it could be a relationship starting up again it's kind of a fresh start isn't it getting i i'm just wondering i have a libra in mind um restarting a relationship yeah Giving, getting your mojo back, but, but the conjunction with Chiron makes me think that there's something about healing that relationship okay. too. Yeah, yeah. Um, cancer, of course. That it's interesting. How does that work for Cancerians? You know, mm. because the new moon is right on your midheaven, which is your public face. Yeah. Um, so you know, it would be the time to start your home channel, your home, you know, your video, whatever. Um, but actually, it's quite tricky to talk about the astrology um, of that new moon for cancer because what are you going to be doing going out in public a lot mm. unless you actually have to? Mm. Um, well, it may be online, as you yeah, say, or it may be, be it may be kind of taking charge of your community. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, that new moon is in a very public sector for cancer. So it's in some public. way, and in some way, it's kind of stepping up to that, recognising recognizing maybe where you can be a leader an influencer an influencer yeah i mean i feel particularly with cancerians it can be like that yeah um that you okay and uh you know it's pretty important for capricorns obviously this um well they are redecorating your home they really are new redecorating (laughs) because it's in well it's in your home and family sector yeah so i mean that means that these people in your life the people closest to you are your priority yeah aren't they um, yeah, and you have to moon. protect them. Like you have to protect big... them. You have to look at kind of new ways of um, 
being with your family or helping family, supporting family. I also think that some Capricorns, I mean, really basic astrology, there would be some Capricorns are looking after a sick person at home. Yes, they may well be. Um, you know, that looks like it, you know, because of the moon is making connection to Chiron. So you want to be making plans for your old people, I would yeah. think, Capricorn yeah. in particular. Um, of course, for the other fire signs, the new moon has a slightly different, resonates in a different way, doesn't it? Um, so, you know, for Leo, that's, <laughs> funnily enough, for Leo, the classic uh, astrological interpretation would be, oh, it's a good time to sort of take off on your travels, Leo. I think not in this time, at this point. I think not, but maybe <laughs> it's about planning ahead, you know, because yeah. it's also very much the future sector. It, it is, uh, or, or it's the travel and study sector. It's studies. So this is about, you know, how are you going to keep that thirst for knowledge um active you know how what are you going to learn what are you going to i would suggest for it leo you know again this is starting an online course yes start a course in some great time to do it really good time to do it and actually you know weirdly it might pay off and also you know possibility with this new moon is is rebooking those holidays or flights that a lot of companies are asking you to reschedule aren't they if you're going to do that later in the year yeah, I'm I'm looking at you dubiously. I would be very cautious about rebooking anything because mm. you'll just might just end up being disappointed again. Mm. Sorry, this mess is gloom over here, but I think this is a long term situation. We'll see. Okay, well, I mean that's yeah, I mean, and that's that's what kind of you came in saying. I am a slightly more optimistic, <laughs> um, and I think that once Saturn is out of Aquarius. So this this is mid year that things could shift. Thirtieth of uh, end of uh, it's June. July the first, isn't yeah. it? I think there could be some kind of shift mid year. Um, yeah. So there might be, but then there's going to be more repercussions out of this later in the year. Well, there's going to be repercussions because this is just such drastic uh, measures yeah. we're in, isn't it? We have to rethink, reorganize, restructure. Sort of, bought, you know, bluntly, your airline, if you booked it, rebooked it now, your airline might not exist by the end of June. Well, yeah. Um, so I would just, you know, hunker down. Mm. Um, now I'm sounding like uh, Boris Johnson, aren't I? Hunker down. Um, Don't to... sound like him, for goodness sake. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to sound like a very sort of clever, sounded like Boris Johnson. Uh, <laughs> is that better? No, um, no. Uh, yeah, no, I just meant the government line is basically telling everybody to go home and tend to their yeah. garden, isn't it? Yes. Um, Putting which some is, seeds. Well, it's easy. Which you can do on the new moon. You can. It's very but. easy. There is a whole class issue with the self-isolating. You know, it's mm. easily easy to say that if you happen to have a garden. Yes. Um, if, in, if you live in a small box-like studio room then that gets really stir-crazy after a while, doesn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. So that's another thing to think about is how, for a Leo, is how, if you are in a, you know, trapped in some way, mm. um, how, what are you going to do with your higher mind to take it out of this? And that's something the new yeah. moon might help you with. Yeah. And I do think the internet and reading and etc. an online course would be really good for Leos. Yeah, no, I agree. And the other fire sign, Sagittarius, this is in your creativity sector. So, you know, a nice for kind of taking up a hobby, skill, talent. Also, it's children. 
So, you know, a lot of people are probably going to be spending more time with their kids. Not necessarily in the UK yet, but in other countries. Um, that's already happening. So, you know, enjoy your children. Yeah. Enjoy your children. Enjoy that kind of quality time that you might have together. It's also romance. So, you know, some people might be spending quarantine just having lots of sex. Do you not yeah. think? The quarantine, there will, there will, be, will be a baby boom. There'll be a baby boom. In nine months' time. Although that was the interesting okay. thing they said with um, China. When people came out of lockdown, there's a lot of people put in for divorce. Did you hear that? Because, of course, they'd spent so much time together that it kind of, it was make or break for relationships <laughs> too. Hooray! Get more good news! <laughs> Um, yes. Well, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh, right. So that's like one of the first things that happened. The other thing we really need to discuss is Mars. You know, this is is Aries month that we're in. So Aries is ruled by Mars, and Mars is just going, uh, making conjunctions with everything and stirring everything yeah. up in those last ten days of March. So they, I'm expecting. Actually, it's interesting. Lots of changes of tactics from the government you know what how are we going to deal with this mm. um and things are going to be progressing really quickly mm. you know um government in particular government plans are going to be progressing very quickly um for capricorns you know you've got uh, mars in your sign um which is actually quite a good thing to have um it means that you can get on with things capricorn and you can get things done you, there's a real sense that with this Mars going through Capricorn of deck clearing, it seems to me, the decks are being cleared. Yeah. Um, and this is an important thing to be doing because that's what this year is about. It's about clearing the decks, getting things out of the way, finishing stuff off. Mm. And I hate to say it, but that Mars, uh, you know, the Mars-Pluto um, conjunction, which is happens just before the new moon, well, it's, it's conjunct Jupiter on the 20th, Mars-Jupiter yeah. conjunction, and then the Mars-Pluto conjunctions on the 23rd. That's a big endings one, you know. It's mm. things being finished off right? yeah. um, in quite a kind of way. Yeah. Um, and the, well, then we're moving, then, then Mars. So Mars is do, doing that, and it's also stirring things up. I would think for Cancerians, you know, that can be, Tricky time Tricky. for relationships, actually, I think, yes. that Because, you know, Mars is argumentative as well, isn't it? it? It can suggest kind of conflict situations or competitive situation. So it may be a tricky time for personal or professional relationships, actually, for, yeah. for cancer. I actually think it's going to be quite an interesting time for Scorpio. Mm -hmm. You know, because the Mars-Pluto conjunction on the 23rd, both Scorpio's co-rulers coming together... Um, so I think for Scorpio, it could be about power as well. Um, it's in the, the sector that's about communication. So this may be needing to kind of really speak up, be the one to have a voice, um, you know, to get kind of decisive, to get things kind of um, almost kind of confront other people in a way. It's, mm. it's like harnessing that, that calculated Mars power, but in, in a positive way. It may be tough, but it's about going in deep with that Mars-Pluto. It's mm. not, I don't think it's about being silent, actually, for Scorpio. I think it's about, it's about speaking up. Uh, yeah, no, I don't think it's about being silent. I also just looks very militaristic to me. Mm -hmm. uh, what Mars is, you know, Mars is the sign of the army, you know, of the warrior. Mm. Uh, sorry, the, the, the um, planet of the warrior. 
when it makes that conjunction to, you know, it looks very kind of martial law in certain parts of the world, you know. On a collective level. Yeah, I'm, mm. I'm just... Um, and and for for certain people in your own personal life, you know, you may have trouble dealing with some individual around then. Yeah. Um, in this last week of, of, of March, it you know, it looks like a person who may have been restraining themselves now won't hold back. Mm, it's very much power and control, isn't it? It's like yeah. who's who's holding the power? How are they wielding it as well? Yeah, and I would say that's particularly um, obvious for Cancerians. But also, you know, if you're, um, let's see, if you're like Pisces. a Scorpio, it could well, be Scorpio your neighbor, and Pisces, the, yeah. the water signs. It could be neighbors. It could be someone you're involved in um, for Pisces with a group. Yeah, friend, someone, and someone you have an alliance with actually, mm. as it's in your friendship and group sector. So, so yeah, that's kind of really, it's powerful energy, isn't it, just before? Yeah, something's going to could blow up, mm. essentially. That's my feeling with that. I don't mm. think that will be true for everybody. Mm. But, you know, if you've got stuff around 23 degrees, which uh, was where the, cap, the big conjunction of Capricorn was, around 23, 24 degrees, something may really um, come to an ending, or something may really just, it's like the genie comes out of the bottle. Mm. Um, the good side of that is, of course, is a bit massive breakthrough for certain people. Mm. I mean, one thing that we can say about this whole pandemic is that some people are going to be making a lot of money. Yes. A lot of there's, there's vast amounts of wealth available mm. for certain people. That's the conjunction of Pluto and uh, Jupiter suggests that. Um, On the 5th. And it is triggered, isn't it? On Mm. the the equinox weekend, actually. Mm. Or vast amounts of money actually being spent, Mm. come to think of it. Especially if you're Sagittarian. Yeah, Sagittarius and Gemini are the key Mm. star signs. I mean, for you, it's a huge month financially. You know, if you are... um, You know, if you are entrepreneurial... I mean, Sagittarians are, are great at taking risks actually if you know what you're doing on the stock market this could be you know it could be a a boom time bonanza it could really be but you need to know what you're doing and also you need to uh, look at your finances closely i mean this is a time to really try and um get rid of debt actually isn't it it's not a good time to be in debt so it's about it might be cutting your losses um to kind of make life easier but really going in in deep with with money matters. I think so. Gemini's like I, I would definitely be thinking about. I mean, I wouldn't never suggest a gambling, you guys. But I would be thinking about your debt and worrying that it might just balloon out of control, um, and that you. It's it's important to keep a steady nerve if you are an investor. I think. Mm. Mm. Um, but it just looks very, you know, the whole. I mean, God, I don't, I don't really follow the markets. Do no, you? no, I don't. But clearly, it's all been going absolutely crazy, and yeah. that looks set to continue, in my opinion. Yes, I think. I mean, this downwards bear, you know, not good. Yeah, I mean, financial astrologers have been pointing out that 2020, 2020 was going to be a very unstable year financially. And the Jupiter-Pluto conjunctions, they are about, you know, you, they're often big wealth or loss. Mm. Um, it's, you know, it's money passing through your hands 
whichever way it's going in a way. And those Jupiter-Pluto conjunctions, April the 5th, June the 30th, November the 12th. And this is especially so, pertinent for the, for the Geminis and the Sagittarians in particular, I yeah. think. Um, I, but well, while some people lose a lot of money, some people will make, gain a lot of yeah. money. I mean, that's... And what's, you know... One of our issues, right, at the moment in the world, in the in the, in the global issue, is the imbalance of who's got money. Yes. You know, and I'm just wondering whether that some, suddenly sort of tips over somehow. Um, maybe not like this month, but there's something happening, brewing with that. And I think this is part of the move of the planets into Aquarius. Yeah. I mean, this is the fairer society, actually. You know, when you get something like a virus, all people are equal. <laughs> yeah. And in some kind of roundabout way, what's going to be happening this year is, if we come out of this well, it is going to create a fairer society. Yes, Capricorn is maybe. much more about class and hierarchy. I think Aquarius is about equality, egalitarian society. That's the best. She's looking at me dubiously now, folks. Oh, it's just when... Uh, <laughs> you know. When people say it's going to be definitely better, that, that you know, this is a thing that um, astrologers always do. You know, it's going to be better like tomorrow or next week mm. or whatever. Mm. Um, and Aquarius is always sort of this. The age of Aquarius is always um, uh, vaunted as like the future, etc. And it's not that I don't think things are getting better. I do. I am optimistic, as you know. I'm Pollyanna. But I don't think it's going to be that fast. Mm. I think that we're at the baby steps time. Oh, agreed. Agreed. Um, but what we're in, so what we're in now is the destruction phase. It's the destruction phase, yeah. Um, we might see a glimmer when uh, Saturn goes into Aquarius of what the future might be. Um, and that future is involved with Uranus and Taurus, you know, which is yeah. a thing we were talking about this earlier. We've got the technology. We, now we need to use it, actually, wisely. And this may be one of the results of the coronavirus, mm. is people learning that actually you can, you know, work from home and it's fine, you know, and actually you don't have to travel for well, business all the time. It works. Yes, and that would know? be a really good thing that comes out of it, I think, yeah. don't you? That, yeah, people you know, should travel less. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're just being forced to. Also education. Oh, yeah. You know, that may well go online more. I mean, you know, I'd like to see the exam system restructured as well. So, you know, the, again, there could be, well, there will be changes coming yeah. coming in the world. Um, uh, but we've got, uh, we should carry on with this month, shouldn't we? So we've got the, we've dealt with Mars. We think that's going to be going, doing a lot of there's a lot of activity from Mars in the end of March. Can I just talk about Taurus? Oh, you can pick my, you can clean my shoulder at the same time. That's so sweet of you, I'm, not, I'm talking about Taurus and I'm giving Christina's shoulder a little stroke there. Yeah. Which is very Taurus, very tactile. Yeah. I would just like to say, you know, I for Taurus, you have got Venus in your sign. Oh, yes. Until April the 3rd. Taurus are the ones who are going to be making these babies. Right, the the, the the coronavirus babies are you know Taurus is. I think they could, they could be doing little yeah. starting little tactile strokings. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and and all this big astrology in Capricorn is in in your ninth house. So I think for Taurians, you know, Taurians, this could on some level be be breakthrough potential for Taurians. Yeah, and I find that Taurus are actually very one of the signs is very good at uh, 
uh, you know, they're autodidacts, they're good at teaching themselves stuff. Good at teaching know? themselves stuff. I think they're very, very good at seeing um, the best in things. They're very good at simple pleasures, you know, enjoying the sunshine, nature, mm. all the kind of, you know, all the seeing the blessings in life in a way. So I think Taurus could, you know, they could become the sages and the philosophers that we need at this time. <laughs> OK, Taurus, so that's your role moving forwards. <laughs> um, yeah, well, you know, I know a lot of very negative Taurians, but maybe it's the people I hang out with. It probably is. I, uh, I know some lovely Taurians, no, always sunshine. <laughs> I know lovely ones, but also, but, you know, anyway, yeah. Mm. I live with my daughter, Dora, Dora is a Taurus, and she is delightful, as you know. Mm. Very um, beautiful, Venus and Taurus also. Mm. But um, they find the beauty in the world, I think, at the best. Very sensual as well. Very I sensual. like a very good meal, followed by a very oh, soft I mean, bag. Know, good bed. Food. Yeah. <laughs> very good bag. Bag. Bed. <laughs> okay. Preferably with a very beautiful companion. Yes. That's, that's Taurus. That might be tricky to find over the next few weeks, unless you live with one. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Online dating as well, that's the way to go, by the way. Yeah, that's kind of weird, though, isn't it? Remote, you know, if you really interpreted Uranus and Taurus, it'd be like remote sensuality. What the well, hell is that? Okay, I'm, my mind is boggling Yeah, and now. I remember kind of sex robotics and things yeah. came in when you're an ascended Taurus, which yeah. is, let's not go there. That could be really no. too... Ew. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I have to say, just on that... Oh, my Taurus, she does some of these online games which are incredible mm-hmm. to look at. They're mm-hmm. very, very beautifully crafted. You know, the, the art and stuff is very beautiful. And I think that's also this um, uh, Uranus and Taurus. Yeah, they can be, the, the, yeah, they can be creating things, can't and they? beautiful. To bring the beautiful, that life, you know, the little things in life are important. Yeah. Okay. So what else do we need to talk about as we are, this is probably going to be a longer um podcast because of all that's going on i mean for aquarius we need to talk about mars and saturn moving into aquarius i mean saturn's there on the 22nd of march and then you have mars on the 30th and they make this conjunction on the 31st yeah yeah and i well i mean it's the it gives you especially if you're born you know in january you're january born aquarian this is going to give you a flavor of what's going to happen in 2021 22 um, and it's about, you know, taking on more responsibility, becoming or becoming older, and giving up a responsibility. Yes. Uh, taking on different responsibility, um, you may suddenly. I think that there's there's a suddenness about this because you've got a conjunction of Saturn and Mars at zero degrees Aquarius. Mm. Mm. You know, which is exactly the degree, by the way, where Saturn and Jupiter will make a conjunction in December. So this is the first foretaste of that conjunction, yeah. which we think is pretty good, that conjunction yeah, of Saturn and Jupiter. Yeah, I like Jupiter. that. It's like definitely that the beginning in. of a new 20-year cycle. Yeah. Um, and this is the, the, you know, the precursor to that is really the mm. word I'm looking for, which I think is pretty exciting for Aquarians in particular, mm. because this is about you. It's for you. It's for you stepping into the future and being someone who can mold the future more. Yeah, they um, they may well be at the forefront of kind of new initiatives, yeah. I think. I think also what's going to be interesting for Aquarius is that it's such a social sign. Mm. You know, so they need to really look at what to do 
So not to feel isolated. Self-isolation is Saturn in Aquarius. Yeah, and that is going to be hard for Aquarius. You normally have a huge circle of friends if you're a typical Aquarius. So you're going to have to go online. You're going to have to really get involved in the community locally. I think for, you know, sanity's sake, actually, that's what you you need to be looking at that because that's kind of your, you know, it's your lifeblood, your yeah. circle. And, you know, for Leo's, it's important, too, obviously. This is yes. massively important. It's about your relationship. Yeah. Um, either your one most important relationship or relationships. And actually, Saturn moving into that angle could be the end of something. Yeah, it could. Um, or it could be the sort of consolidation of something because i think that saturn mm. does consolidate things well i think saturn's always it's commit or quit yeah. it's ultimatum time with saturn that's what happens you're either in or you're out it's that kind of feel isn't it the, and the conjunction with mars for leos you know this conjunction with mars that happens at the end of march and really they're pretty close together into april um saturn and mars seems to me that you may your partner may be doing you know, there's, there's, is demanding your attention mm. in some way. Yes. Um, yeah. And yeah. It demands energy or your partner may be doing something very energetic and off. I don't know, helping people in the community while you're left there's, at home. <laughs> there's a theme of responsibility yeah. in some way, isn't there? Whether yeah. you're supporting them, they're supporting you or something else is going on, but there could be significant shift. Yeah within a relationship, particularly on the Mars-Saturn. Um, do we want to move on and look at the full moon? I mean, we could probably talk for hours today, couldn't yeah. we? Because it's such, it's well, we such can a talk. I mean, we'll, yeah, the full month. moon is on the 8th, isn't it? It is on the 8th. And, uh, Aries, Libra, full moon, sun in Aries, moon in Libra. Um, so, again, an important full moon, actually, for both those star signs. Um, full moons are always about relationships, Um and they always heighten emotions as well. So it can be a very connecting time or it can be a time to clear the air or it can be a time when, you know, blow, things blow up a bit out of proportion. But it's it's a full on time during the full moon. But it's quite a nice full moon, do you think? Or have you got any? I was, you know, the thing that strikes me about this full moon. Well, there's several things that strike me about it, uh, but. I was just thinking, what else is it making contacts with? And actually, it's making a funny old quincunx with uh, Neptune and Pisces. Mm. And I, I hate to say it, but I think this is another, uh, for, for Pisceans, you know, this is about being, uh, having to go somewhere deeper, you know, uh, having to maybe feeling sad, I think, or cut off, Um and uh, I also think it's somehow making it's making a contact with that Neptune, um, which suggests to me that again I'm thinking about that virus as we were saying that viruses and plagues and stuff are Neptune. Then Neptune, yeah. Um, so I think that it's a testing time for everybody mm. at that full moon, mm. an emotionally testing time for people, and it's partly to do with this illness that is uncontainable. Um, yeah, and also, I mean, one thing we should point out that if you're not aware of it, Mercury has returned to Pisces, um, which is Neptune's sign, and remains there until April the 11th. So, you know, the the virus was kind of hidden in a way when Mercury was retrograde in Pisces, or perhaps we weren't aware of it so much. Um, but with Mercury in Pisces, I mean, we are. This is this is a this is kind of 
a significant it's a significant month for it. Also, I think, you know, with Mercury and Pisces, really be wary of how much time you spend on social media. Oh, God, yes. Listening to the news. Because, you know, Mercury and Pisces, at its worst, is lies and distortion of the truth. And it's very easy at the moment to get paranoid if you lose yourself, get sucked into that world. So really kind of put limits in place on the amount of time that you um, spend mm. on the side of, you know, social media and the news that that isn't good actually that doesn't help mm. um that i think that's really important for for most of the star signs actually this month yeah you should be doing the other side of pisces mercury and pisces which is poetry and music yes finding yeah inner inspiration yeah meditating or, or reading poetry you know or, yeah. or um you know writing listening to music listening yeah. to all your cds back to back reading through your library yeah but yeah seeking inspiration in the world um that's also also for virgo um because you know mercury is your planet so this is really key month as well for a relationship i think for virgo with mercury back in pisces it's it's you're retracing your steps you're returning to something something that may need looking at again or may need um communicating about again i think Mm. it's a really kind of key time for Virgo as well, with Mercury back in your relationship sector until April the 11th. Mm. Yeah, it's also just about normalising things again. For you know, Normalising some kind of relationship that may have gone off key for Virgos. Yes. You know? Yeah, yeah. That, all that lead up in, in, in um, you know, the first couple of weeks in, in uh, April. If you're thinking about you know, getting back onto an even keel, and you have to do that by having conversations. Yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, where? Are, oh my goodness. Okay, we're coming. We've done. We've talked a lot. Yeah, I think we we've covered all the big astrology that's coming up, haven't yeah. we? Yeah. Um, uh, when is um, the North Node moving out of Cancer? On May the 5th. Okay, so we can... Let's... So we can talk about that yeah, next, next time. time. Um, interesting, North Node in the sign of the home yeah. moves out of there May the 5th. What will that bring? Let's see. That could be a key date. Yeah. We're all going to be spending so much time at home. <laughs> I know. I know. Hmm. Yes. I, uh, what were we saying? Gemini, you may be spending more time at home. <laughs> We were just going to say that for all the star signs. That was going to be this week's uh, prediction. This week's, this month's. This month. I, there's one <laughs> other thing that I wanted to say, just an upbeat thing. Yes. Which is, if you have pets, they're going to be so pleased oh. that you're at home all the time. Yeah. It's going to be so nice to have them around. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not, no, no more of that leaving them behind on the doorstep in the Snuggling. morning. So it is about finding these new connections, isn't yeah. it? It's about, yeah, there, there will be some real reconnections going on in the coming month. Yeah. So I think on that note, we should wrap it up. Yeah. I hope that it's um, brought some clarity, reassurance, maybe. I hope we've uplifted you a little. And we will be back next month to see where we're at in a month's time. Good Lord. Yeah, this month we're in Sally's rather sweet little flat in Guildford. I had, yeah. I drove here, yeah. sealed in my pod. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're together. Yeah, we <laughs> are. Will we be allowed to be together exactly. next month? We'll see. Okay, I hope so. Take care, everybody. Stay safe. Stay sane. Bye. See you later.